What's going on, everybody? I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Knob Pod, brought to you by your host, Maxwell Knoblet, and the microphone in my room. Today, I decided to put out a little episode for you guys because I'm actually going to be moving later today, and I didn't want you guys to get bored with no episode, so I decided to put out a quick little episode for you guys today. First thing I want to bring up is Kevin Durant and how much news has been going on with him in the offseason. Basically, since the playoffs ended, they've been trying to find somewhere to ship him to. A bunch of teams have been in the mix, the Miami Heat. Um, I know the Warriors have been trying to get back and get interested with him. Um, the Celtics uh, recently offered Jalen Brown, Derek White, and a pick, and they declined it. Tried to get Marcus Smart as well with another rotational player and a couple more draft picks, and the Celtics declined it. But Jalen Brown did not take very kindly to that. Um, he actually liked a tweet that was basically saying uh, what the Celtics organization is doing to him is kind of dirty. Uh, he liked that tweet, um, and then he also tweeted out, uh, shaking my head. So, interesting. Uh, as a Celtics fan, I hope that doesn't ruin the relationship with Jalen Brown. Um, I love Jalen, but hopefully... They didn't just tarnish what he has built with them. Um, Kevin Durant's amazing. I love KD. Would love to have him on the Celtics, uh, and a bunch of teams would love to have him. But um, if I'm a if I'm a GM for another team right now, I don't think that I'm going to be offering as much as they want because you know he's going to be leaving either in the in this season or the next, and you just have to know that you're going to get a better deal for him because you're not going to be giving away half of your team, which is what Brooklyn wants, which, you know, hey, if you're Brooklyn and you get that, that's a win easily. But if you're another franchise, I just wouldn't do that because I would make Brooklyn suffer with what they have this year. You know, they have Ben Simmons, who really doesn't want anything to do with basketball, as it seems, Um, and then Kyrie Irving, who, in my opinion, he he used to be one of my favorite players. Um, He's one of the shiftiest point guards in NBA history. Uh, one of the best layup packages in NBA history. I love Kyrie. Um, but he just hasn't been in um, the right mindset here recently. Um, I know he had the old ordeal with the not getting the vaccine that kept him from playing for a little bit. But I still love Kyrie. Still my guy. Still a Duke guy. Um, and I know he has the potential, potential to be a top point guard in the NBA once they get everything figured out. And Ben Simmons has the potential to be one of the best defending, you know, guard hybrid forward you know whatever you want to call him because he's a six foot 11 point guard he's absolutely ridiculous but he for some reason he just doesn't realize his potential um speaking of somebody like kevin durant let's bring up the french prodigy victor Wimbenyama. this guy is a 17 year old seven foot five prodigy from france he is absolutely ridiculous i watched some film on him this uh past couple days and he is he's ridiculous he's can score from any range super good around the rim got good footwork absolutely a menace on defense he gets he averages like four blocks a game right now um he he can be a little uh risk taking when he comes for blocks sometimes he you know he'll get faked out or you know somebody's just a little bit stronger than him just because he's he's seven foot five but he's like 195 pounds soaking wet so that kind of you know scares a little bit of people but he is absolutely ridiculous. I actually watched some film of him playing in the FIBA championships against Chad Holmgren, who just recently got drafted to the Thunder. And he absolutely gave Chad the work. So it's going to be interesting to see what what he does 
going forward to prepare himself for the NBA, if he's going to try to thicken up a little bit, kind of like Giannis did, because um, the transformation Giannis has taken has been absolutely incredible. Um, so far right now, I think the top team in the sweepstakes to try to get him are the Spurs. I think they're in the most prime position. They're looking, you know, they traded away DeJounte Murray, trying to get some more draft picks, trying to get opportunities, you know, pieces to trade so they can trade, you know, away something to make sure they get that number one pick and tank for it as well. Um, Like I said, going to be super excited to see uh, who ends up getting in. If he ends up falling to the Spurs, I think Popovich will do a phenomenal job with him. You know, they're one of the more, or they used to be one of the more cultural diverse teams in the league. And they had the championships to show for it. They were amazing. Popovich does amazing. That whole staff is amazing. Becky Hammond, everybody. Um, So one thing about the NBA today, this is going to be uh, fictional, but 2K23 trailer released today would look like some new animations and just a tad bit of gameplay. Uh, Devin Booker is on the cover of 2K23 this year where they had a, also a legend cover with the uh, Michael Jordan's jersey on it, um, and they also had a WNBA cover as well. Um, watching it today, it definitely had some new animations, some dunk animations for Giannis. They had some different, they had a different animation for Jaw when he went to dunk. Um, they had Steph's night night animation, so that was pretty cool. They also had what I think was, yeah, they also had, uh, Jaw doing the gritty at half court. So that was pretty neat. Um, I don't know if they're adding more dancing animations into it. I remember, and it's crazy because I remember in 2K, 2K16, that was like their big push was like all the different dancing and animations and stuff like that. And that's actually the dev team that's making 2K23. That's also my favorite 2K of all time. So hopefully they make the park pretty well and it's going to be a playable game. I love 2K and I hope they don't keep releasing the same game every year like they've been doing for a while. I hope this game ends up being very good. Uh, ready to get back on the park with some friends of mine and just have a good time. Um, switching to college football real quick, let's talk about some recent recruiting. Miami's got some dogs. They're leading. They're one of the top people in the class. Notre Dame has been recruiting very well. Uh, you know, it's crazy to see them. They're on track to have their best recruiting class of all time. Georgia's recruiting very well. But one thing that Georgia did slip up on is recently they lost their uh, legacy running back, who's a four-star right now. He's a junior, but he's projected to be a five-star by the end of his senior year. Um... He actually ended up committing to Alabama, uh, as well as Caleb Downs, who is the number one safety in the country. He's from Georgia, and they lost him, so that was a tough one to lose. Um, as of right now, I think the top five recruits in Georgia, none of them are going to Georgia. There was about three that were going to Alabama, one was going to Clemson, and there was another one going somewhere else. So it was kind of interesting to see. Um, that was all on 247 Sports. I don't know if that changes when you go to ESPN or not. But I thought that was interesting. But Georgia is still doing very well recruiting. I mean, they're they're going to be one of the top teams in the country this year. Uh, Stetson Bennett, you know, coming off a great performance in the national championship game where he redeemed himself. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Um, you know, they had a stable of running backs last year, which was just unfair. They had George Pickens. Uh, still returning both tight ends, you know, um, golly, the Brock Bowers, I mean, he was easily the best tight end in college football last year and didn't even, I don't even think he got nominated for the Mackey, which is crazy. Um, but I know the, I remember seeing the stats of the tight end that actually won and it was, it was pretty ridiculous, the stats he was putting up, but it was crazy that Brock Bowers wasn't even in there. Um, 
so interesting to see. It's 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 a good little uh, recruiting class so far. Uh, definitely got some stuff that's going to happen. And even though people are like committing, like Caleb Downs committed to Alabama, but he could flip to Georgia on signing day. He could flip to Florida on signing day. It's it's crazy how all that works. Um, one thing let's switch to let's switch to uh, pop culture real quick. Recently, I'm sure everybody saw the original um, Chris Rock making the joke to Jada Smith um, about the uh, GI Jane. And Will Smith, you know, went up on stage and uh, slapped him. Um, Will Smith actually has recently apologized in a new interview that has surfaced. Um, in the interview, they ask Will, uh, hey, why didn't you apologize when you took, you know, your acceptance speech of your Oscar? And he said everything at that time was just fuzzy. He couldn't really, you know, recollect what to say or just any, every. he just recalled everything being fuzzy and numb. So I thought that was pretty crazy, and that's after that Chris Rock has, you know, had some more comedy shows, and he's said some more things about Will Smith, and it's kind of it's kind of been spicy. Um, some rappers have made songs, you know, talking about, you know, slapping people and stuff. So that's it's quite interesting to see that this topic is still uh, growing as we keep uh, talking about it. Um, one of the last things that I want to talk about, but something very interesting to me. I went and saw the Nope movie this past weekend, and I really liked it. It was very good. Um, I love the I love Daniel, the main guy. Uh, I love Kiki Palmer. Um, they did a very good job creating the movie. Um, Jordan Peele did amazing. Um, great idea, great vision. It's it's pretty interesting. Sometimes it's a little bit confusing, um, and there was some there was some different elements to it, which you know. To understand the movie, you have to understand what the plot and premise is about and what it truly means. Um, but it was super good. Out of his four majorly produced movies, I'd probably rank it at three. I think it has a great meaning. Um, but out of just overall satisfaction of watching it, it's probably three. Uh, number four, I'd probably put Candyman. It was good. You know, it's just a good scary movie, but, you know, it's just Candyman. So it's been done before. Um, but I, but I, I loved, I loved all four of them, but, uh, Candyman probably at four, Nope at three, and then I'd put Get Out at two, and then number one, I'd put Us. Um, I love both those movies at the top, love Get Out and Us, but if I had to pick one, I'd pick Us. They were just, they were both phenomenal, but golly, that movie is so good. But anyway, guys, um, I do want to thank you for tuning in. This was something small that I just wanted to do. Like I said, I am moving later today. So just wanted to give you guys something to listen to. This is something quick, just some more stuff. Um, going to be trying to get some more interviews later uh, in the coming weeks. I just want to thank you again for listening. Don't forget to like, comment what you want to talk about or what you would like to hear. And don't forget to follow, subscribe, whatever platform you're on. Uh, once again, I just want to thank you so much for listening and I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you.